0: Of. All of a love. That's I need is to You out on your birthday. We just had to get a a little bit of mood music going on here. What's going on, people? It's your, it's your boy Keith. I'm here with uh one of my favorite people. Say what's up.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: We back again with another oh so real production. Uh, we just wanted to play that because you know we were talking amongst ourselves before we started, and you know, Carter Five came out recently. And um, there's been some events that have happened. You know, we, we just talked about being replaceable and irreplaceable. That was the perfect song. Per- perfect choice right there, Liz. Perfect choice.
1: <laughs> well, it's basically saying don't get comfortable.
0: Well, basically, I mean, that's what happened with me and my job. You know, I got comfortable. And then some shit happened. And it made me uncomfortable. And now, like, I'm in a better position now. And so, I mean, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. But, I mean, at at the end of the day, a lot of people are replaceable and people need to remember that.
1: Yep, that is so true. No matter how tight you think you are, as soon as the comfortable level comes up, things change, things fade.
0: I mean, would you say that's the same for like a relationship though?
1: That's the same in anything, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, a business ship, you know, like some people think that they can just get comfortable and think that they can come in and out of your life whenever they feel like it and that's not the case it's just like a job you know they tell you you're you know you're replaceable because it's true especially in customer service
0: i mean yeah i don't agree with that i i think there's certain people okay i'm gonna agree with you to an extent cause some people it's just like oh, i'll miss that motherfucker like i there's people that come and go but then there's some people that just stick in your mind for some reason what do you mean So, for example, um, there's someone who can be around you for a long period of time, and you you learn to like this person. But once they're gone, it's like, I don't miss them. There's no staying power. But then there's some people, and I believe I'm one of these people, that like, once they're gone, it has an effect on other people.
1: You mean you're not forgettable?
0: Unforgettable. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean... I wouldn't say... It doesn't
1: mean you're replaceable. It just means we don't forget you.
0: Well, there's, that's two different things. I yeah. Mean, I'm not going to forget people, but people can be replaced in that, in that position. But I am I feel like I'm irreplaceable. You can't find another Keith. You, you, you just can't do it. You can't do it. You can find someone named Keith, but you're not going to find someone who's me. I mean. already
1: did find someone named Keith, remember? I remember I that. I you. I remember that. And remember he that. was I black.
0: That. I remember that. But I bet you, I bet you he's not... Like me,
1: obviously, there's nobody that's gonna be like you. Exactly. There isn't another you, there isn't another me. I think what people are not understanding is with the feelings in terms of replaceable or irreplaceable it's just it's it's hard to determine within your own mindset, like for me, right now, I'm in the mindset of anybody's replaceable, you know, like I'm in the mindset of well, if you don't want to be here with us and It's cool. We're going to continue without you. Or if you don't want to be a part of my life or you don't want to talk to me anymore, cool. There's always going to be another person waiting for me to talk to me right after you. So I think
0: that's because you have a vagina and people normally fuck you. That's not true.
1: That's not true. Because as
0: a man, it's not always like that.
1: That's not true. I think in a man, it's about the competent level, to be honest. Like, I've seen some pretty douchey bags, and I'm going to call them douchey bag guys, um, that just women want their attention, and it's so ridiculous why they would want that attention, but, I mean, I'm not into douchey guys, so, I mean, I don't know, but I've seen it, though, and it's, it's, it just all depends, to be honest.
0: Uh, I, you know what, I'm going to agree with you, just so, we don't get into an argument because I feel like we can go both ways with this. Probably. And I'll play devil's advocate all yeah, night. Yeah, you would. I, I'm good for that. That's why I'm special. I'm special <laughs> like that. I can see all sides of the situation.
1: So can I. I can see all sides of the situation. With a
0: sense of humor, I'm not going to get butt hurt about shit.
1: <laughs> well, the one person that would get butt hurt is not here right now, so it's all good.
0: Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. I get that. But, speak like, okay, I'm going to give you a perfect example. Okay. There's many UFC fighters that I've seen. But my favorite, just because he's got so much fucking charisma. No, it's not Conor McGregor. Okay. It's my boy, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. That motherfucking... That interview was fucking priceless. Priceless. You remember watching that interview? Maybe. N- n- it was just this week. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Maybe. My mind's so gone right now, it's not even funny. Like, okay, I got, so, you remember
0: watching the fights, right? I do. And so, you remember seeing the big old black dude? That oh, yeah, one? where he
1: says, Where my balls were hot. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Wow, you're still laughing about that. That's funny. I mean,
0: that part was funny, but he had so much charisma because you could just tell he was honest about it.
1: But I ain't going to lie, he got lucky.
0: He, he, he did get lucky, because like, he, he got mollywhopped. God,
1: God was definitely watching over him that night, because he was on the verge of getting his ass. He, he got
0: Mollywalked. I thought he was about to lose his eye for a second, because he was, he was tapping I'm his saying, eye like, oh, he shit. Got,
1: he got lucky with that one punch.
0: But, I mean, mm-hmm. he came through, but he was so honest in his, in his interview. Like, I don't know if everybody else heard it. I watched it, because I was fucking floored, like, yo. You were
1: laughing because you said my balls were hot. That's oh, why. yeah,
0: that shit was funny, but <laughs> there's not too many other people that can just keep you sitting after you just got your ass beat you know what i'm saying he
1: won though he won
0: he got lucky as fuck yeah he did and he won in a good fashion but like, i was kind of feeling bad for him for a minute like my goodness and bro
1: low-key if that fight's for real on november 3rd with dc oh yeah i'm still watching it
0: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah but that's that's what i'm talking about like some people just have that it factor and i think there's not too many of those people around you can't replace those people like, now now next time I watch a fight, I'm going to be looking for someone like, who's that next part? Because, I mean, some people fuck with Conor McGregor. I never really. The he king never was really never stuck stuck back.
1: The, That's all I got to say. Cool. That fool was just, I mean, it's only a matter of time before he goes to WWE or something. You know, like the way uh, Ronda did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Ronda, but she was done. <laughs> she was done.
0: But even she, like, she didn't really have staying power. Like, she, she didn't have that. That charisma, that like, that likability factor. Oh, she
1: she got the shit knocked out of her by Holly Hem. How do you How do you expect her to still have that after like she got knocked the fuck out? But I mean,
0: even even Connor, and I know this isn't like a sports show where we talk about it, but it's relevant. I mean, this is what's really going on right now. Connor has gotten knocked out. He's lost, but he's still he's still liked by some people. You're not gonna be able to replace that. Because
1: he's a good shit talker. I mean, you're never going to get another showboat guy like Conor McGregor. That I can admit. There's been plenty that has tried, but he's the one that can spark your inner shit talking.
0: So you're not going to forget him and you can't replace that that spark, that watchability factor.
1: Yeah, so I you're guess. only proving my point.
0: You're only proving my point.
1: I don't know. I feel like still things and people can be replaceable. I mean I've I guess I'm going to take it back to dating. I've talked to plenty of different guys who want to act like they're irreplaceable. And in reality, when they get mad that I've moved on to the next, they don't know how to react to it. They end up going crazy. They end up going psycho. Like, take Tsunami. He's still at it, dude. Like, that fucker's still at it. I had to, like, threaten that fool with, like, a restraining order and shit because it got to that point that he's just not getting the hint that, yo, I replaced you already. Like, you done fucked up not once but twice. Never gave you an opportunity to, like, fix it. So now I'm going to go ahead and just replace you like I do anybody else.
0: That's the only situation where it's different and I'm forced to agree with you because it's just, like, there's so many different... That's
1: not true. Friendships too. Well... Like, look at... Look at... Like, there's been so many people that have doubted my loyalty, that have doubted my friendship, and have fucking wanted to kick me to the curb. But it's cool. I don't let that take me down because at the end of the day, I still replace them with something better.
0: Okay, so you're saying the replacement is more of like an internal thing? No, I replace them
1: with different people that are better for me. Okay. So at the end of the day, they are replaceable. Do I wish any harm on them? No, of course not. I'm still always going to love and care for people. I'm still a genuine person. But at the end of the day, I still feel people are replaceable.
0: Okay, well, I think that's going into a a deeper issue. Because there's people that I've chosen to have around me that serve a specific purpose. And so when that person's not there, I feel so that when void. the purpose is
1: done, it means they're gone. Void. And that means a new thing or a
0: new person's going to come. and. Purposes aren't always fulfilled, though. Some are, though. Some, some are. Some are. Some
1: so are. at the end of the day, like, I think it's. Safe to say that it could be both. People can be replaceable and irreplaceable, as contradicting as that sounds.
0: Mm. That's a deep topic. I'm I, well, just saying that 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 kind of took me back for for a second. Like, damn. I mean, I guess I'd agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation. Like for some people, like so for
0: for our for our listeners out there that want to be remembered by the someone that they're looking at. Or someone that they're trying to get the attention. How do you make yourself irreplaceable?
1: By not getting comfortable.
0: Mm. But what's wrong with like wanting to come home to that person or wanting to spend a lot of time and getting there's nothing
1: wrong with that. What I mean about getting comfortable is by stopping on doing the little things you were doing in the beginning, by taking advantage of the situation of having a good wife. A good mother to your children at home. By taking advantage of the job opportunities you have. By being lazy. And not wanting to produce. Because you're cocky as shit. Like it, it, it just means don't get comfortable. It's even an uncomfortable battle within yourself. Like I admit I got comfortable with myself. Am I proud of that? Nah. I really should start making some physical changes. I really should just for my health purposes. <laughs> I'm having a little struggle just like walking and talking now, you know. So I know I'm getting a little on the hefty side. But I think at the bottom line, it's just don't get comfortable. Like don't think that. And this is why I say it's really it's really hard sometimes to go back with your ex because they've gotten so used to how you are and they're not giving you an opportunity to accept the the new and improved you and not wanting to be part of those life adventures that you're doing to improve yourself. That can also probably improve them because they've gotten comfortable with the old you.
0: Okay. Okay, I, I feel When that. people have gotten oh,
1: comfortable enough to take advantage of your kindness, your friendship, your loyalty, that's where it becomes a problem. And that's where I feel like, well, let me let me make it clear to you, Negro, you're going to be replaceable. It's only a matter of time.
0: So in other words, you're saying remain consistent with your actions?
1: Yeah, remain consistent of who you are and your actions. I get not you're not gonna have it every day. I understand that. But I mean like if you get a second chance, like if you cheat on your girl and you get a second chance, don't fuck it up and do it again. Then what do you expect your girl to do? Still stick around? No. Just for
0: the sake of argument, what if I set it up when I started talking to a female where it's just like, hey, I get random calls from people all day and I'm going to get some calls that I don't even want to talk to. With
1: a lot of these feminist women, they're going to look at you like, "Negro, you're full of shit.
0: But it's being consistent.
1: Unless it's your job, then why are you walking away when you have these conversations?
0: Ain't nobody walking away, though. I'm taking this call right here. I just told you.
1: That's not what you said. You said, what if I just get calls every day? You didn't say that you stick around and let the conversation be taking place in front of your girl.
0: I'm just saying, like, what if what if, if you know that the dude's a piece of shit or the female's a piece of shit and they're just consistent about it? Would you well, still allow that person to, to be in your, in your face nah,
1: or what? Nah, because I know my value. I know my worth. And that's where a lot of us still are battling within ourselves to figure out.
0: So if that person was, say you met the baddest dude, like he was baddest dude how? I, I, whatever you you go for, whatever you look wise, he was just fucking gorgeous, okay. or whatever you whatever you call a dude that you wanna fuck the shit out of. Okay. whatever that would be, that okay. dude right there.
1: Okay.
0: And you met him and he was just a piece of shit. Then
1: and, that's but, not attractive. I wouldn't do anything. It would be probably like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Thanks for like the one night stand, boo. I'm out. So, so he would be nothing. responsible then, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. He gave
1: me, I guess he served his purpose for that one night.
0: So what about. Air quotes. What about Steve Urkel? <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Brandy, how you doing, boo? One of those dudes just like. Totally what the a fuck horrible you impression, But, but he okay. was very, very consistent. He was respectful and did everything that he was supposed to do. Is that someone that you replace?
1: Hey, well, I mean, Laura Winslow did try, and at the end of the day, she ended up falling in love with them anyway.
0: But I mean, I think that was more <laughs> Stefan or Cal.
1: Nah, if you saw the whole season, she was engaged to Steve Verkel, Really? Yeah, you didn't see. Really? The whole yeah. And then uh, as he went into space, Miss Myra Monkhouse tried to claim that that's. I she, do remember Myra. Yeah, she tried to remember. claim that that was his fiance, but in reality, Laura chose Steve Urkel.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to watch Family Matters now <laughs> I don't see, I don't yeah. remember it going that way. Yeah, I don't remember it, did. it going that she way. She was
1: torn between Stefan and Steve Urkel. And okay, I remember that. She, you know, a lot of people were telling her look, if you're going to have Steve in your life, you're going to have to give his hobbies, his likes a chance. and... She did, and the more she hung out with them, the more she was just like, you know, I could, I could like the little geek, you know. I actually fell in love with them.
0: Oh, uh, now I kind of want to. I wish it was on Netflix because I, I would. It's on Hulu.
1: It. I'll, I'll let you watch it.
0: Hey, I'll let you borrow I my might, account. I might, I might just make that move because now I'm kind of interested. Oh. But we're, we're talking about it because I don't know if you guys have ever seen the series, the series listeners, but Steve Urkel was consistently
1: there for Laura.
0: Always there
1: for the Winslow family.
0: Always there, even though he fucked a lot of shit up, and they couldn't stand him at times. But he they was still, still a good guy. Him
1: as family. He though. was still
0: a really good guy deep down inside, and that's what we're talking about. Being having that it factor. You don't know, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be the best looking, but you just have to have that special. What I call it, your special sauce.
1: I mean, I Whatever don't think anybody of. will ever be as close to. Being close to, like, Steve Urkel if anything ever happened and another nerd came in the picture. But he definitely wouldn't be forgettable. You know what I mean? I think, I
0: think he's irre- irreplaceable because we're still talking about him today and that series has been over for how long now? <laughs> like, just that just that characteristic.
1: That's true. Like, how
0: nerdy can you be? So
1: that's also I said. Maybe it sounds, as much as it sounds contradicting, maybe some people are replaceable but at the same time not replaceable as contradicting as that sounds
0: okay well let's kind of put it to the test you ready
1: <laughs> yeah sure okay
0: so in your life okay you don't have to name them by name if you want to go ahead in your life who is one person that you will never ever be able to replace
1: that's i'm the wrong person to ask this question too to be honest
0: so everybody's replaceable
1: I mean, at this point like I don't really have anybody that I feel that's irreplaceable. I guess you can say.
0: Okay. I yeah. I have.
1: So let's just revert that question back I got to you. I got you. I got to really you. think about that one like really got to think about that one.
0: Because like I said earlier, there's people that I've placed around me like i'm a pretty sociable guy you know if if you come up to me and talk you know i'm gonna talk back and you know i'm gonna do my damnedest to try to find a common interest but there's some people where it's just like nah, i need to have some people around me because they got that it factor they can pick me up when i'm down in different ways okay
1: well then if you're gonna put it in that aspect then i would say probably you then because you are first you are my brother from another mother you're my best friend And I do come to you when I'm feeling at my lowest and I need that pick me up to remind me of like, hey, hey there, friend, I'm gonna poke at you and tell you, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I would have to say you and John so far have been the two most dedicated friends who allowed me to open up myself to you guys and you guys have accepted me with open arms. Kristen has two. There's still certain things I haven't shared with her. But let's just say for female-wise, because I'm not really good with female friends.
0: Most females aren't.
1: Yeah. She's the exception of, I would definitely say if I had to really think about this, friend-wise, it would be you three. Okay. Which is probably why I'm with you guys on a consistent basis anyway. Makes sense. And whoever I end up with has to... You know, except you guys, too, y'all come with me. You know what I
0: mean? It's a package deal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I ain't like some people where I'm going to let my significant other, you know, take control of my life and eliminate me from my friends and shit, you know? Message. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen too many of that shit with too many people. You know what's funny? Is that the one person that always talks so much shit about his own friend, like, he ended up being just like him. That's the fucked up part. And that's why I say never run your mouth about people because you're going to end up in that same fucking situation. I told Savannah that shit, to be honest. Because she was always, you know, complaining about how her friends were in high school love and shit. And they were doing stupid shit that they shouldn't be doing. I said, girl, you don't know how they feel right now because you're not in their boat. But give them, give yourself an opportunity to be in their boat and you're going to be even worse off than they are
0: feel you on
1: that <laughs> you know what i mean so that's why i always say don't run your mouth if you don't know you know
0: to, to go back to what i was talking about having you know just that one person i mean yeah it can be friend wise it can be a girlfriend or just like a a cool uncle or just someone that you looked up to Every anybody that knows me for over 10 years knows who my road dog is and we our our lives have changed, so it's a different relationship. But I know I can still call on him, and he's still my boy. And there, there's two of them, actually. My boy Eric, I've been knowing him since I was, like, seven. I can still, like, he's married now, so, you know, he he's doing his daddy-husband thing. So, you know, hey, keep doing your thing, bro, bro. But, you know, I know I can still call on you. And you still got my back. That's one. And two, my boy Chris. Those are like two of the most irreplaceable per- people I know. And if and when I get married, I'd hope they could be in my wedding. Just because where I, I, I am today because of these people.
1: Well, yeah, then if you are going to go to that extent, then I guess I can say there's certain. In, like I guess I have certain aspects in my life of who I can have those relationships with, like, within my sorority. I know it's funny because I don't really get along with girls, but there are some girls I do get along with. But I would have to say there's maybe one in particular, and the only reason why I'm truly close to her is because I gave myself that opportunity to open up and not only be, like, a mother figure to her, but at the same time also, like, be able to call her and be like, yo, we need to talk. You know, I need to talk to you it's it's hard for me to be the first to call like when she calls me then i'm like okay yeah let me tell you what's been going on you know and then throughout high school i used to have friends like that but now i really i mean now we're just more social media buddies so i can't really sit here and say that like oh well I can call them up and I think they'll still be there for me. Like, I don't have that security feeling anymore. So I don't even want to talk about that. Maybe like one. No, no. Let me, let me, let me catch that back. Nah. Um, there's some that I'm redeveloping the relationship with. Like I got in contact with some of my junior high friends that, yeah, we kind of reconnected through social media, but then yeah, yeah. we reconnected in social media, but you know, we're starting to have conversations you know, individually and, you know, I'm there listening to their situation. They're there listening to mine and, you know, it's starting to reconnect. Um
0: They were too cool to be forgotten. Yeah, like. little yearbook thing that they do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, family, like, I don't think family can ever be forgotten. I wouldn't say that they're irreplaceable either. Um, But family's just totally different, though. Like family isn't. Yeah, it's 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 a a totally different different level.
0: Yeah, family. That's like your your best friend, and then you have family that's just like I don't know that nigga. Like the fuck is this? You
1: like my second cousin? How the (laughs) fuck am I supposed to know that shit?
0: (laughs) I know we family, we blood and all, but we ain't blood blood like that. (laughs)
1: Like that video I showed you, remember? <laughs> like at the restaurant where like
0: they go to a family reunion and he's just like... You just see some craziness.
1: And you're like, I'm going to take my food and go, bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we wanted, we wanted to talk about being replaceable and irreplaceable because we have some things coming up. Um, this weekend, we've been preparing for this for a while. We are going to be at the Tattoos for the Cure in Pomona, October 14th. 14th. All day Sunday. If y'all want to come out and join us, we'd love to see you there. But we are going to be doing a live event there, people. That's we are looking right. forward to it. We
1: are going to be live. We're looking people. forward
0: to it. And, and if it wanna... doesn't
1: sound like we're too excited, it's because we're really putting, like, preparing ourselves for this mentally, emotionally. We want to give you guys a good show. We're going to be collaborating with some other podcasters. We're going to be, um, you know, promoting other businesses there as well, too, and oh, yeah. just oh yeah, definitely getting some interviews going in regards to City of Hope and things like that because they're also part of the Tattoos for Cures. So, honestly, if y'all ain't got nothing to do on a Sunday, like, just come, come be with us, check it out we love for you guys to be there. Who knows? Maybe we could do a little quick shout-out to your family. Right, like, right.
0: I know it's going to be hard to get away from football because, you know, i got to make that sacrifice too. I know. I'm going to be there all day. I know. You should have seen your face when I told I, you the I day. Know. You're I know. You were like, damn. My, my heart dropped. i got four fantasy football leagues that I'm not going to be paying attention to and all these <laughs> f- football games, but it's okay because I'm doing it for the people. So, that, you know, you, you got to sacrifice here and there. But I, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see you guys out there. I'd love to see you guys out there. Um,
1: so t- don't t- mind that if our podcast is a little short this week. Because, you know, again, we're preparing for everything that's going to be happening mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then obviously recapping it, you know, that that following week on Tuesday. So if this seems a little short tonight, we do apologize. But we definitely want to get that live stuff going for this Sunday.
0: Most definitely. I, we've been putting in a lot of hard work into it so i hope you guys appreciate it let us know what you think and how you feeling uh if you guys want to shout out someone who's irreplaceable to you you know go ahead and do that don't be afraid to tag them on the page uh you guys know how to get a hold of us on the page it's o underscore so real on ig find us there uh if you guys want to email us uh you're welcome to do so it's
1: o so real at gmail.com
0: And if you guys have any questions, anything that you guys want to talk to us about, you know, you talk to your friends, you didn't get the right answer. You know, you just want to talk to somebody else. You know, you could talk to us. You know, we got you. We've done it before. And ain't no thing to do it again.
1: And then for me, if I sound a little off today, guys, I apologize. I have some um, surgery coming up on Thursday. Um, Just to let you guys in on a little bit. Um, So my wisdom teeth kind of started hurting a little bit. Actually, they were hurting a lot. A lot bit. A lot bit. Um, My dentist finally told me that it was just officially time to remove them. So I have my surgery coming up this Thursday. And I'm a little, you know, I got my anxiety level a little bit. Because even though it's just oral surgery, you just never know if something could go wrong. And I'm just like mentally drained right now so if i'm a little off i apologize normally i'm very much more upbeat but i just i have so much going through my head like all at once
0: it's all to the good we all know what time it is <laughs> it's the beginning of the week you know i'm still waking up my damn self it's tuesday night well but that's good that.
1: like, that's because you gotta get back on that job yeah, routine yeah,
0: you know hey your boy working again
1: you know? <laughs> that's what i'm saying so you gotta get back on schedule. that job schedule no more fucking waking up late and shit when you get a chance. I no, my
0: schedule's been pretty good. I'm 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 feeling that. It's just, you know, getting used to not being home for a while for hours out of the day, you know, that especially with people that I don't give two shits about. I don't really care about the people. Those people are replaceable for real. That's some replaceable shit right there. Like, so you admit that
1: my point is valid? <laughs> Those are people, I'm
0: right just there. Saying,
1: so you admit my point like, is valid. There's a couple
0: people at CMRE where I'm just like, you know, hey, hey I'm not gonna forget you, and like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna replace that person. But these people over here, fuck all of them, fuck all of them, fuck them, <laughs> fuck them. That's how I feel. That's why I'm getting a new job,
1: a new new job, a new, a new new
0: that new new job, that new new shit. But we we about to get up on up out here, people. Uh, again, we. Re- if you guys have questions, reach out to us. Uh, we hope to see you and hear from you on this weekend. Uh, with that, we're going to let you uh, hear the last little bit of the song. To the left, to the left. Mm-hmm. And we hop out of here.
1: To the left, to the left. Everything you own in the box to the left. In the closet, and that's my stuff. Yes, it's my <laughs> Bye, y'all.